that if we scream or shout, then he will slaughter us. But he's in a cage. He's a prisoner. He's the same as us. He's nothing like us. That creature is not mortal. <laughs> Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking Doctor Who this time. Every time. And this one's uh, called Tooth and Claw, which is uh, a Russell T. Davis written episode for season two of yep. the uh, new series in 2006. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And Tooth and Claw, which one's this? Uh, it's the one where the Doctor and Rose uh, attempt to go to 1979 and see an Ian Drury concert. There's an awful lot of the one song that Ian Drury had that was a hit at the beginning. Um, <laughs> instead wind up in 1879 where they meet Queen Victoria and try to protect her from a werewolf and a, a band of assassinating warrior monks. Cool. Uh, they land at the, they wind up at the at the Torchwood Estate which is, you know, lots of foreshadowing. Oh boy, I love foreshadowing. <laughs> I wasn't amused. I'm foreshadowing the uh, <laughs> That I love foreshadowing. I wasn't amused with this one. <laughs> so, um... Not at all. I, I, I remember liking this episode a lot. Mm -hmm. I thought there was a lot of things that it did right. I love the opening where... The, the fighting monks? No. I like the opening where the girl screams into the credits. The credits are going and you can still hear her screaming into it. Like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. When yeah, they're in good. the... There, the werewolf the makes, werewolf makes and, and she goes, ah, and it goes, and you can still hear the screaming as the credits are going. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, yeah, that's when they revealed what was in the cage. Yeah, right? they just pulled it off, but yeah. you don't see it. There's a lot of good action in this. There's a lot of good fighting in this. There's a, it's, it's a, the tempo is very nonstop, running around and stuff, trying to get away from this werewolf, and it was pretty tenseful and pretty scary too. Um, you know, maybe not like as creepy as like Empty Child, but there's some pretty good scares on this. And yeah, there there are, and I still jumped. There, there was I have seen this episode, you know, plenty of times. Yeah. But there was still a scene where I jumped and it was like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> so it's still. Which scene was it? Held up. Um. It was when she started screaming, when they pulled the thing off, and she started screaming, and it yeah. just startled me. Yeah. Um, and there was a couple of scenes that startled me, because I have not seen this one in a long time. Yeah, me neither. Um, <coughs> I, I, I liked, I would say, 85% of this. Mm -hmm. I liked the two-shot, where they had the wolf and the doctor and the wall. Yes. Yes, that was That awesome. was like the best part of the whole story. I, I love that. And, and it's funny because at the time, uh, yeah, that's a really good shot, but they, they Russell's used that uses that shot a couple times. He used that <laughs> shot when he's, when Rose is separated from the doctor. Mm -hmm. Oh, when the void, uh, she's on yeah. the different on her side, And I thought it was just as... It was very effective then. Effective then, and it's effective in this one. It's a little bit different because one's a... And this was, I think, when I first, the first time they mention the wolf about Rose, isn't it? Yeah. Because they didn't really mention that in the final Ninth Doctor's episode. They didn't mention the wolf. Oh, that's right. He says you have a bit of the wolf in you. Yeah. Referring back to the bad wolf of last season. Yeah. Right. And that's a, 
foreshadowing, which I absolutely hate. So, no. but you don't realize that it that it is. But this came second. What? But this came second, though. Bad Wolf was last season. That's true. So it wasn't foreshadowing. It's just sort of bringing it along where you realize, oh, this must mean something. Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, the Torchwood Estate. Yeah, that stuff I didn't like at all. That was but, I mean, you know, at the time, again, it was kind of like, whatever, that's fine. Yeah, that was the, the running theme of the season. Yeah. Um, I, love, I love the guy who plays Lord Robert. Hmm? I liked him. And I thought he and his, and the woman oh, who played Derek his, yeah, I thought he and the woman who played his wife uh, were very convincing as a couple who cared about yeah. each other. Yeah, you yeah. know, even though they didn't really interact very much together on the screen, they mm -hmm. they still seemed very convincing. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was that was pretty good. Um, but the werewolf was an alien. Yeah, not, yeah. not a traditional type werewolf that. Right. It wasn't like an alien. Yeah, and that's sort of takes a mythology that we have and explains it in an alien way or something, which is the show often did, like Loch Ness Monster and stuff like that. It's the same type of thing. So, um, so David Tennant uses his real accent in this. Yes. Which he's never did, never did before. Or again. Yeah. So. Um, and I like when Rose tries to do it, and he's like, never <laughs> no, do no, that again. No, stop, stop, don't. <laughs> and he, the, the doctor uses, uh, that he's Dr., was it Dr. James McCrimmon or whatever? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Which yeah. was, I, I like that because he used, you know, a nod to the second doctor's companion, Jamie, yeah. there. Um, so, um, I, I, I like the, uh, yeah, okay, and, and then... Going back to my, I'm looking at my notes. They're a little bit out of order. When, when he, when they, the, when they were talking to Rose, the, the the werewolf guy or whatever, before he turns into a werewolf, he also says, "You you burned like the sun or whatever," which was again reference to what happened to her in the uh, right, right. Um, platform you know, nine. Yeah. So that no, burns like the sun. Was that more like? Well, her eyes were. Like, yeah, when she know. had the the TARDIS in her or whatever the. Yeah, and that was in the episode. At the oh, yeah, it was, so it was at the end of Platform 9, wasn't it? No, no, it was at the end of Parting of the Ways. Parting of the Ways. What's Platform 9? Is that where it took place? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Platform 9. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you're right. Uh, I keep thinking Platform 9, that really horrible one where Adam gets the thing in his head. Oh, no, no. That's also Platform 9. Yeah, that's why I always, when they oh, say okay. Platform 9, I always go back to that. Oh, I can't read my notes. <laughs> you can't read your notes? What a surprise! Um, so let's talk about something that we, I, at least I thought it was absolutely annoying, and watching it again after all these years, it was even more annoying, was the We Are Not Amused. Oh, yeah, that was annoying. That kind of takes you out of the story. Well, it, it does, because one of my original complaints about this series was they have this tension building, and Rose kept bringing it back. And some of the moments that that happened in didn't bother me as much this time, except for the We Are Not Amused thing, because it was so... Forced? Forced, and it, and if it had happened two or three times, or one or two times, it would have been pretty good. But it was over and over and over, and she was just, like, relentless. But I think, and, and I'm not trying to defend it too much, because I agree that it was annoying, 
I liked it because at the end, the queen was like, listen, I don't know why you keep thinking this is amusing. This is not amusing. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. it, this does not belong in my world. Da, 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 da. You know, she really, like, read her the riot act, and Rose looked ashamed of herself. And they banned them. Yeah, they got banished. And she banished them. Yeah, yeah. banished them. And I, I really like that, too, because it was for the first time, it felt like the two of them were kind of like just having this grand old adventure while people were, were suffering and stuff. Yeah. And it bothered me more, And but when they finally, she finally did say that, I'm like, oh good, uh, finally someone kind of put them in their place and I definitely agree with that. I thought that was really good. Um, I like the whole concept of the story, how it was a little bit of like a siege story because they're caught, they're trapped they're in the stuck, house yeah. and they're, mm -hmm. this werewolf is going around with um, Speakers with a surround sound. It's it's coming around that oh, place around. Yeah, oh, it, wow. it's kind of neat. <laughs> where could you? You know, because it's basically walking around the uh, the house looking for a way, or the room looking for a way in. Yeah, there was a very high tension factor in this. I thought those, those from the beginning, when those monks come in and pull off their gray robes and are in that bright orange. And start doing crouching tiger, hidden dragon yeah. stuff. Um, I thought it was really cool. The the woman who I like the woman who played Queen Victoria too. I can't remember the actress's name, but is that Pauline Collins? Yes, yeah. Pauline Collins. She was in um, upstairs, downstairs. Yes, and she was also in a movie. Well, she was originally in the play of uh, Shirley Valentine, which okay. is awesome if you've never seen it. Okay. It's fantastic. Um, and then she reprised the role in the movie version. Which is, which was done completely differently. It's a one-woman play. Okay. Um, but I've heard of it. It's fantastic. She was in. Uh, she was. She's been in Doctor Who before. She was played in uh, the, the Faceless face. Ones, yeah. and I don't know if this is a myth or anything like that. But apparently, I don't know if her her, her character from Faceless Ones was offered or her, the actress was, but she was offered to be the, the companion. companion. And she turned it down, or, or um, I think she turned it down. So, hmm. uh, so that was. But I don't know if it was her character. Or it was just she was. I think it was her character. Maybe, and I don't know much about her character because that episode is mostly missing. In the episodes they have of it, she's not in it. Yeah. Oh, so this is old. The second Doctor story is one with of. Them. With the same actress. Yeah, Pauline Collins. She was young, obviously. She's probably like in her early twenties. Yeah. Wow. Probably how long old is she in this I don't episode? know, I didn't probably didn't sixties or seventies or something. She's let's see. Uh she's only seventy seven. Okay. But she, when she did this show she was what was it, was she was born in forty, so yeah. she was probably early twenties. Yeah. <coughs> um I, I thought Rose was, I thought Billy Piper was good in this because there's a lot of scenes where she's not talking. And, just, <laughs> well, <laughs> and she's just like scared. She's, she's like shocked and this is, you know, she's running for her life for most of it. And I like it when companions and the doctor are running. off kilter and, and, and out of their element and, and trying to survive. And they're, and they're not, and, and of course they balanced it with them going, 
Oh, and and, I, and people died, but werewolf, ha ha, high five, and, and it was kind of like, uh, you, you know, they're like two kids or whatever. It was yeah, like. and they made you know at that time the queen looked over at them, kind of like, really, are you doing that right now? You know, mm -hmm. and goes back to that whole thing, but yeah, because the guys, no way, that was before the husband sacrificed himself. Yeah. Um. And I like the doctor, he's licking the wood, and, and everyone's kind of like, what? What is he doing? Yeah. And uh, I had forgotten that this was the scene where he had said that, you know, we've got the best weapons in the world, we're in a library. I thought that was in the library. Okay, yeah. For, I totally forgot it was this one. Yeah. Because that's one of my favorite Doctor Who quotes, I think it's yeah. a great quote. I had forgotten about that, too, and that was a good line, too. It, it's funny, because I, I'm at, at the point that this episode came out... I was already way down on Russell T. Davis. I was already looking for... I was looking at this episode as, here we go again, this is going to be another episode that absolutely sucks, and it didn't. And I was trying to find things to hate about it, and I found a couple of things, but for the most part it was really good, and that was an example of dialogue that he occasionally got right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I have to say, good one, Russell T. Davis, for doing that, but... Uh, why does um, Sidney Newman get writing credit on every single episode? He, he doesn't. He's, I don't think he's listed in the credits. He does on IMDb. Yeah, I think that's just a mistake. That That's just kind of like, um, sometimes when you go to episode guys or something like that, or when you go to um, download an episode illegally or whatever like that, it says Doctor Who 2005 or whatever, and it's like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. But I guess it's mean the 2005 series, but why do they keep... I, I don't know. I think it's he's the creator, so maybe they think he's one of the creators, so maybe they think they're just putting his name on it. Like maybe you know what else? Like George Lucas's Star Wars and stuff like that. Is George Lucas credited for every Star Wars film? I guess his name's in there somewhere. But yeah, but he owns the rights to it. Mm. Yeah, Sidney Newman. Does yeah that Disney owned it all? Is dead. Yeah, he's been dead for a long time. So he doesn't own the rights to it. But I don't know if he ever had. He didn't ever had the rights to it. No, just, BBC it, always had the rights. Yeah, I don't know. That's. I think that's just a mistake. I think yeah. IMDb probably is wrong. Huh. Believe it or not. I thought visually this episode was really good. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like they used film on some parts, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Looked like. Looked like what? They used film instead of video. They make they turn the video into film, so they they use video or cameras, but they make it look like film. So. It's possible. Um, I don't think you saw it on Amazon. No, I yeah, couldn't watch it on my DVD because my DVD player is not giving me the second channel. So I did watch it on Amazon, and the quality on Amazon is horrible. I thought it was okay. No, it I was pixelated, and it was just. I think you have to watch it on a smaller screen on Amazon. I really do. I don't think well, you I got have the same size screen, really? and I thought it looked okay. Oh, I look. I was watching it on my yeah, computer. It wouldn't look as good as this, and I got to work on that, but. But you're more picky at that stuff. Then. Yeah. Well, I, I just and I was always afraid that it was going to be something was going to be edited out because when I watched whatever episode not too long ago, it was cut to shreds. But um, which I won't do again. But um, but I like this one. I like the action. I, I like this is closer to what I would think I would want Doctor Who to be than than not. Um, 
was definitely um, a lot. Of, I, I'm surprised people are online saying the second season of <laughs> this is horrible. And it's like, there's some really good episodes in the second the season. season this did. is the girl in the fireplace season. This is um, School Reunion. This is... The um, one in the Satan Pit. Yep, that one. And the, even the Sardman one is halfway decent. The, um, you know, certainly there's a couple, like... Well, there's Fear Her. Fear Her. Fear her. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> there's some bad ones, too. But, um, but this season was actually pretty solid. Yeah, the idiot's lantern wasn't that great. I thought that was okay. I didn't think it was bad. For the most part. Yeah, yeah. it was it was weird. So, um, but this one was one of the. Oh, this ones is the one that has love and monsters. Yeah. We'll have to do that next. <laughs> and then fear her right after that. Yeah, that which was, was not good. Those two. Oh, terrible. Yeah, but <laughs> Chloe Weber. Anyways, two things far. <laughs> I think uh, would have been really, really good if they didn't do that annoying amused stuff. Yeah, that's an example of yeah. something that... They, it was just too much. Yeah, there was too yeah. much of it. But, um, it's like so many other things about Queen Victoria that they could have yeah. discussed. You know, and they, they, they just left it. So... Anything else to say about this one? No. No, it wasn't a bad episode. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was one of my favorite favorites. At the time, I, w I was really high on it, apart from a couple points. It w I thought it was really, really good. So, like, I never... I never got the... Great. Maybe the transformation of the werewolf, I guess, was pretty impressive, too. Oh yeah. So when I put down the, you know, when it transformed, the the CG was halfway decent. I thought it was better than like um, those stupid green things, aliens of London and stuff like that. I didn't think they oh, were. the uh, Slovene. Yeah, but this was a those little. Those were bit costumes, better. though, weren't they? No, not all the CG? time. Not all the time. When they were running, they were CG. <coughs> um, but I guess you were impressed with them. But <laughs> 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 the hair was done well. They, I guess they. They used the mill for the special effects, which I think they always did, anyways. But I thought I thought they did pretty good with it. Pretty well, well, usually period pieces, BBC does pretty well with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. That's sort of their thing. So, Tooth and Claw. If you haven't seen it in a while, go out and see it again. It was pretty good. Nice Halloween story to watch. Scary. Sort of. <laughs> Okay, thanks for listening.